morning, folks. Notice how I never say evening. It's because I'm recording in the morning. I might have to change that for one very specific reason. In the morning, I tend to not have a cocktail in front of me because it's, you know, morning. But <laughs> I don't know. Might be changing this to evenings because I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, ugh, I'm just grossed out at earth right now. So grossed out. How's everybody doing? Great. Lockdown? Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, I do want to talk about this. If you didn't know, if you didn't know what was going on right now, as I'm recording this, there is a pandemic happening. There is a plague, if you will, upon the world going on as we speak. Literally. And it's invading our homes, it's invading our TVs, it's invading our airwaves, uh, it's, it's, it's spread like wildfire. And I'm going to tell you right now, I am sick of it, and I don't want to hear about it anymore. I'm of course referring to Rita Wilson's Hip Hop Hooray rap cover. Fucking stop it, stop it. Stop. Stop it. Enough out of you. Oh my God. Can we stop it? It's just the, it's, I I saw it again today. And if you haven't seen this, I'm going to recommend you don't, you know what I mean? It's, it's like during Christmas when it's like, the George Michael song came on. Now I got to do a push up or whatever that fucking challenge is. You know, the last Christmas challenge. Well, this is the, this is the fucking Rita Wilson challenge, but don't do it. Avoid it, all right? Nothing against Rita Wilson. Quite frankly, I enjoy her as a thespian. I like her acting abilities. She's also married to Tom Hanks, so okay, you got to find stuff to make you stand out from Tom Hanks. I get it. But enough with hip-hop, hooray, ho, hey, ho, hey. Just stop it. Stop it. It's it's weird. I get that embarrassed feeling. Embarrassed feeling is not the right, right word. Description, rather. I get that feeling when you're watching something and you get anxious and you get nervous. Like, and I don't know why I get nervous because it's I'm not doing it. Even though I just did it. I'm not doing it. And I'm not broadcasting myself as a rap artist, but I mean, I'm watching it and I just get, I get that weird nervous feeling like I'm nervous for her, but I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed to be like hearing it, (laughs) I guess. I don't, I don't know. So stop it. Just stop it. All right. That sucks. Anyway. My notes, I'm trying to look at my notes and my dumb phone locked up and all right. Yeah. Here's my notes. 414. Rita Wilson rap sucks. That's point one check. Done. Are you playing Final Fantasy VII? The remake? You know, man, you know, we live in a weird world and I'm I'm telling you because now... (laughs) People make a fucking video game and it's like, it's the worst thing ever. I, I hate it. It's so bad. Like, 
It's not. I mean, I get it. Like everything is pretty much subjective. Like yeah, I can have a delicious, glorious pepperoni pizza in front of me. And I could think it's the greatest thing in the world. And you can come in and go, Ugh, it's got meat, Ugh, cheese, dairy, Ugh, bread, gluten. Ooh, <laughs> fucking gluten. What a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Go look on the store shelves, folks. A lot of gluten left over. A lot of, I'm sorry, excuse me, gluten-free products still on the shelves. Yeah. I guess that was all a big hoax, wasn't it? Anyway, I don't understand. It's like I'm playing Final Fantasy VII, and, and apparently now it's become controversial to, to do so because I don't, I don't know why. I don't, I can't, can't we just enjoy shit anymore? Can't we just look at a game and go, wow, you know, I, I, I may have missed it first time around. And, and by the way, first time around was 1997. But even if you did miss it, it changed the landscape of gaming, folks. It really did. And if you're not into gaming, well, you know, maybe you should go play this one because it might get you into it because it's pretty damn good. And if you can find it and you and it's pretty easy to find, go play the original. It was great. Still fun. Still the same damn story. Just not quite as pretty. Oh, God. Yeah, but now people are bitching and moaning because the remake is just, it's not faithful. And like, all right, whatever. Just enjoy it. God, just respect the fact that people worked on a thing and it's its better than the Final Fantasy remake that you made, quite frankly. So just enjoy it and lighten up. Seriously, lighten up. I don't understand. We now have that. Well, not now, but now it just it's carried over to everything. I hate it. It's new. I hate it. It's, it's fun. I hate it. It tastes good. I hate it. It smells good. It's gross. I mean, I I don't understand, but I don't know. Getting loopy. This is lockdown stuff. Yeah, I'm not getting loopy, but I am getting like, you know, remember when we could go shopping and not have it be on a specific day (laughs) and not have to go, Boy, I hope they have paper goods in stock because I need them and we don't have any. I mean, do you remember those days? Hey, remember that? Remember remember back in the day when we used to be able to go to a sushi restaurant and eat the sushi in the restaurant? Yeah, that was pretty good. Kids, when we were when we were in our 40s, we had restaurants we could go to and they would seat us. They, we would walk in through the door and they would go, "Oh, Hi, welcome. Please seat yourself or please wait to be seated, right? And then you would say, what? I don't understand. What do you mean? Wait to be seated. Oh, you're going to come greet me and then you're going to walk me to a table where I will sit down and you will bring me food after I tell you what I want. Man, glorious days. Not anymore. (laughs) Now we got a dude throwing a, a paper sack into your into your car as you drive by, but don't stop. You slow down, roll down that window before you see him. And he's got that mask on and glasses, could even be like some sort of face mask. And he just throws that paper sack into your into your car. And hopefully things don't get ajar um, when he tosses the bag. I don't know. I don't know. That's just where we are now. 
kind of sucks, but it is what it is. Everybody doing all right? You doing okay? I'm talking to you. You right now, the one in the car. I'm talking to you. You all right? Don't, don't do anything weird behind the wheel. Just, you know, take it easy. Lay off the gas a little bit. Take your time. You know, it's going to, you're going to have to wait in the line anyway. You might as well, when you park, I'm, the show won't be done by then. So just take it out, put your earbuds in, put it in your pocket or your posh posh, put it in, you know, put, get your, get your stroller, wipe it down. Well, cart, stroller, cart, whatever you call it. Wipe it down, go through the aisles, have Brenzor's dead in your ears, talking about probably something about fucking Trump these days, because he's a nuthole. I'm the only one with authority to run the country, to rule the country like a mad king. Like Mad King Ludwig. Sorry, did you hear that? Yeah, that was me. Unlocking my phone for the 15th time. Yeah. No, he's, he's a lunatic now. It's maddening. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Remember that, folks of an age where you like Trump? Jeez, man. It's crazy. That press conference. So this will date where the show is. Yesterday was the two-hour press conference where he really showed how much of a loon he he really truly. And I, I'm not even kidding. Guys, he's, he's batshit crazy. It's weird that we have that dude in the office. He's the principal of the school. He's the guy. And he's a lunatic. Yeah. And you know what's weird? You know, we don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think, and I could be wrong, but I don't think we go through this mental health check of a pres- presidential candidate prior. I mean, they, they, you know, they have physicals when they're in the office to make sure they're healthy and all that. But, you know, we, I think as a people, we just have this expectation that our president's going to lead us into the, to the glory of happiness. If glory of happiness is a thing, we just have like this expectation because in the past we've all grown up with presidents who we, you know, look up to, or we maybe not agree with, but we have some respect for them because yeah, they're the president and you know, it's, it's not that easy to become one. You got to go through a process. So we just have this thought in our head that like the president's going to be cool and he's going to be calm and he's going to have a certain level of demeanor and decorum and charm, you know, and, and level headedness uh, about them when they stand up and talk to, I don't know, the fucking world. <laughs> but this guy gets up there and he's he fucking, he's a lunatic. He, he shoots from the hip. He's, and some look, uh, to be fair, some people, I guess, like it. Because he's 47% approval rating guy, and I don't get it, <laughs> you know? But some, if, if a reporter, and I'll, I'll name two specifically, uh, Peter Alexander, a couple weeks ago, asked this guy a question, and he called him, he called him names. I don't remember exactly what it was, because it was like two weeks ago, but he called him names, and it was embarrassing to watch, because the president is being a schoolyard bully to a reporter who asks a legitimate question. Go back and watch it. Just just Google Peter Alexander Donald Trump. You'll see it. But yesterday, another CBS reporter, and, and Peter Alexander was NBC, and this one, Paula Reed, is CBS. Two very different networks, and yet Trump hates both of them because it's all fake, right? If you don't agree with them, it's fake. 
And yesterday, you know, Paula Reed asked a very, well, I thought was a legitimate question. There was a month gap in between when Trump closed the country to when he started the everybody stay home. I, I believe that was the gist of it. Can't remember 100% off the top of my head. And she asked you, what, what did you do in that month? Like there was a month where you bought yourself some time, which was great. But what did you do in that month? You didn't prepare the hospitals. You didn't stock up on supplies. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. And, you know, she made good points. Again, Google Donald Trump, Paula Reed, R-E-I-D for you folks. And what does this guy do? You're, you know what? You're disgraceful. You're disgraceful. You're a disgraceful reporter. You should be embarrassed. And you, you and your, I fucking, I don't even want to do his goddamn voice because it makes me angry. You know, but he's like, you know, you and your fake network. And it's just like, God damn it, man. Can't you just address the question and just answer it? And maybe it's not the answer people want to hear, but at least just answer the fucking question and and not grandstand like a douchebag. Anyway. You know, and then he's going to fire Fauci and then he's not going to fire Fauci, but he's tweeting hashtag time to fire Fauci or just fire Fauci, whatever it was. I just fuck enough with this man. Enough. Go back to The Apprentice. Please go back to The Apprentice. I liked you on The Apprentice. I thought you were funny. I thought it was, I watched it. It was amusing to watch. It was great. I don't know what night it was, but it was on the, it was on the network that he hates, I think. Yeah, just go back to doing that. It was entertainment. I enjoyed it. Just go back to doing that. Stop leading the country, please, because you're not. You know who should be leading the country? You know who should be? I know you're thinking I'm going to say me, but it ain't me. It's Governor Cuomo. That guy's a rock star, man. Love that guy. He's doing great. I like him a lot. Yeah. Anyhow. <sighs> so... Interestingly enough, today, you know, we've had the kids at home for, what, this is week five, I think. I think it's week five where they're in school, week six maybe. And they've been doing great. Quite frankly, they've been doing great. We have them on a schedule. We do, I've talked about it. We, we have a full day of school for them Monday through Friday. Okay? They're doing different things. They're learning about the Constitution. They're learning about the census. They're learning about, uh, they're doing all their math. They're doing their reading. They're doing all kinds of stuff. They're doing art. They're having some fun stuff in there. They're doing some cooking. They're doing some art. Teaching them how to balance a checkbook. Right? Anyway, they've been doing great. Been having a hell of a good time. And they're enjoying it. It's made me think a little bit about, like, you know, their future of schooling, quite frankly. It's made me think about it because they're doing really good and they're, you know, they're excited about it. Well, that's because we've been handling it on our own, okay? So today, for the first time since all the schools got closed down, our school decided it's going to be back to normal. Everybody get on the, well, I don't want to say normal, but it's, it's everybody get on the computer and we do the classroom meet and it's more of a, the school is dictating the structure. Great. That sounded good. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm on board with that. I think, you know, that the teacher interaction is very important. Blah, 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 blah. 
so this morning I got one kid who's, who's, he's, it's a nightmare for him. It's a fucking nightmare because, you know, you got 15, 20 of these kids that are on the computer and it's just fucking nonstop chatter. And the teacher's talking, the kids are talking, the teacher's talking, the kids are talking. And, and my kid, and I'm, I'm only going to single out my kid because he's, he's my kid. I'm not going to single out anybody else. But I could tell you, he's like, I hate this. This is terrible. This is awful. And it looks awful. And it doesn't look like it's anything's getting accomplished because every other kid doesn't shut up while the teacher's trying to talk. So it's a nightmare. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know. Think about it, folks. Think about being in a room with 20 small children all yelling at the same time. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. Well, now you got to look at them and try to not only like, you know, do some work, but figure out what the teacher's trying to explain. And it's, it's not working out when we put it that way. So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know where it's going to go, but I feel bad for the kid because he's trying his hardest and he's, he's, he's just down there just becoming like, uh, he's defragmenting basically looking at him and he's, he's, it's not like how it has been the last six weeks. He's been enjoying his you know, studies and he's adhering to the schedule and he loves it. Both of them do. But now, you know, all these kids don't, don't stop talking. And I can tell you, <laughs> and maybe some of you parents are, are going through the same thing. And I'd love to hear from you if you are and how you're dealing with it. Because I was trying to, I was on there about a, two weeks ago because there was some sort of classroom prep that they were trying to do. And it was a, all a preamble leading up to today. And all I was trying to do was in a, I was in a room with a bunch of other parents and children and all that kind of stuff. I was just trying to get a, a, a password, just a password. It was like a, a 10 digit code. Okay. The password was going to lead to another room where the teacher was and blah, blah, blah. This is all over, you know, zoom or Google, Google meet, whatever it was. All we needed was the password, folks. And one person had it. Why, I don't know. Why it wasn't emailed, I don't know. But one person, one parent had it. And she was trying to give it out. She was doing her best. She was saying, okay, I'm going to give out the password. It's L501A. And then all of a sudden, you'd hear a kid go, ah, what was the password? I didn't hear it. And then, of course, you miss a letter. So the parent would say, okay, I'm going to start over. It's L501. I didn't get the password this time. What is it? What's the password? Okay, let me start a third time. It's L50. I didn't hear it. Oh my God. And that's what it was. It was that was terrible. And so finally the parent goes, okay, everybody stop talking. Nobody talk anymore. Okay, got it? It's L5. Okay, I understand. I won't talk. That's that's that was the whole meeting. So Hey, <laughs> I'd love to hear from you if you're experiencing the same thing. I really would. All right, folks, enough of this. I got to get back to dealing with some digital school nonsense. All right. Hey, if you uh, want to have a listen today, guess what? Pete Shirey's returning. I got Pete Shirey again. Because the first time I talked to him, we talked about a lot of stuff. 
And now I'm talking to him because uh, the whole world has changed since the last time we spoke. So um, I want to see how my buddy was doing. And uh, likewise, you want to see how I was doing. So I figured let's do it on the fucking show. <laughs> let's make a show out of it. Pete Shirey returns on Brenzor's Dead. Hey, Master Bates. <laughs> Dude, you slay me, man. Uh, I see this and I'm like, oh my God, this spam spam email. Let me delete this porn site for the 50th time. And then, and then I realized it was you and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll accept that. I'll accept that. Um, how you doing, Pete Shirey? I am doing as good as can be expected considering everything. I mean, I've, I've got a Mountain Dew Zero next to me and, and just for you bucket of popcorn because i know how much you love it <laughs> um trying to stay in spirits man i mean this is rough times we're going through so uh i'm just trying to do the best i can to to stay in spirits and and, and allergy season isn't helping because every time i cough or get a little congested i i start freaking out but realize that it's most likely just pollen because i've been you know trying to get outside and breathe some fresh air every once in a while well, How dude, that's well, – well, thank you for asking. <laughs> uh, you know, we're in the same boat, man. Like, you know, we're not – uh, I will tell you, stir crazy is not something that's setting in. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm fucking bred for this. I am bred for – oh, stay home? <laughs> oh, you betcha. <laughs> I'm I mean, games – shows you know all uh, fuck yeah you know i am bred for i was being i i I think i was made in some sort of lab but but (laughs) but not from birth from about the age of like 12 like something happened and i got moved to like my my consciousness got moved to a, a tube somewhere in a lab and they're like uh, if there's ever a pandemic and you have to stay home you're gonna be okay with this because you can play video games all the fuck you want you know all that kind of stuff Nice. So we're, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this. I mean, like before this pandemic, when there was like, you know, well, we have a plan to go to a thing and on a Saturday, I'm like, oh, okay, sounds good. And like for a month leading up to it, I'm like fucking dreading it. Mm. <laughs> you know, I don't want to go. I mean, yeah. even if it's like across the street, <laughs> God. you know, I'm like, uh, yeah, I'll do it. Okay, I'll do it. But, uh, you know, there's there's always a percentage of me that's like, I just don't, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. So this is great, you know. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, I have to acknowledge that there's other people that live here that may <laughs> want to get a breath of fresh air. Yeah. And, you know. I gotta, I, I gotta help out with that. So well, we, your wife doesn't strike me as the kind of person who would love to be indoors for a month on end. She seems very energetic and like, let's get the kids and go for a walk, or let's you know go outside and play catch. She doesn't seem to be like as bred for you as you are for this situation. You mean she's not sloth like like <laughs> I am? Yeah, I mean, hey, bud, you and me are cut from the same cloth. Like, uh, you know, I'm a a video gamer, board gamer hobbyist chill in front of the tv and watch star wars for the 50th time or jaws for the you know i mean you would think 
this would be easy peasy for me. But I'll tell you, it changes when you're forced to do something versus doing it out of choice. And I'm going on now. I've been back from Gamma for, what, three weeks now. Uh, this will be the third week I've been home. And then I was on three trips prior to that. So I had not really been home for like almost a month. And then I, I had like five dates home in like 30 days. And then I came home from Gamma and everything's locked down. And we're, we're, we're you know, I self-quarantined because I had been traveling. And then now we're getting the official stay-at-home stuff from our state. It's a lot different when you're forced to. And, and it's even more different when you can't have friends come over to like play some board games or or paint some minis or or do any of that stuff. So I, even though I am like you, bred for this type of thing, uh, yeah, I'm getting a little stir crazy, and I'm starting to miss the social interaction. Um, and, and I get a little bit of it online. Me and my buds will hang out online in the evening and in Discord, and hang out and play some video games. But, but man, I mean, I'm missing the 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 you know hanging out with Richard and, and play testing games, or going up to the game store to play, you know. Thanos rising or something on a, on a Saturday afternoon. I mean, stuff like that is it's, it's, you know, it's starting to just a little bit starting to get to me. And it's like, if I got to do this for like three more months, man, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with myself. I I think you better have a hard conversation (laughs) with yourself and friend because Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, man, like, you know, and, and, you know, here we are again talking about this fucking coronavirus, but every, I've said it 150 times. Every conversation now is so, how you dealing with it, right? I mean, every conversation is fucking coronavirus. You it's know? part of the norm now. You can't. It's. It's. I'm sure there are some people that just like you know enough of this talk. Let's talk about anything else. But well, there sure. are a lot of people that are scared and they want to know that they're not alone and that they're not the only ones that are having right. these thoughts and feelings. I mean, you know, it's never great to admit when you're scared or when you're fearful or or any of that stuff. But being able to say yes, I am, and I have concerns just like you. It eases people to know they're not alone, and and that's how you win stuff like this is knowing that we can be one team working together to to against the common goal versus all of us just feeling like we're isolated in our little basements and and, and bedrooms, you know, riding this thing out. So, Pete, when are you running for president? Yeah, no, no, I would never, <laughs> I would not make a good politician because I, I don't have that. I'm just instinct. too honest. I'm uh, just too fair. No, I'm not even that. I mean, I've I've had my moments. Everyone has, but I just uh, I don't know that I would ever want to do that to my family uh, because then they dig up everything in your life. And, oh, and yeah. while while I don't have that really crazy backstory, like oh, I don't know, Tiger King, um, I definitely, you know, I've definitely I've had my hardships in the in my days, and I've definitely not been an angel and. And while I don't have a criminal record or anything like that, I'm certain they, they they'll find something, right? They'll find something, you know. So it's it's not the thing for me. I don't I don't have the money anyway, so it wouldn't oh matter. God, dude, I know, and it's just I, I but like you know, don't we need? Because you you said it, I I totally agree, you know, and we need leadership, right? Like we need that the we need that little pinpoint the the person at the top of the pyramid, pillar the, of the, the industry. <laughs> oh, you zing! <laughs> I'm on that's fire, an inside. Bud. That's an inside joke, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, <laughs> this is what I needed. Uh, we need to do this every day because it'll I keep know. my spirits up, right? <laughs> oh dear God! Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> 
while we pause temporarily for Jason to compose himself, please oh, enjoy the rhythmic tune. <laughs> I, I can't. Yeah, hold, yeah, hold on. While, while, while you're waiting for me to stop laughing. There you go. Just listen to this for a minute. That's become the new catchy tune, by the way. All the kids you, are talking about it. I, you can't play it and me not hum or start tapping my desk. Like I, I don't know how the rest of your guests have responded to it. I mean, sounds like everyone, no one's had anything negative to say about it. How could oh, they? God, no. It's amazing. No. Everybody's, it's like I said, it's the new tune. It's going to be, when I walk into a show, I want that to play. <laughs> mm, I do. I, dude, I want that to be like, like when I walk into the bathroom, I want to hear that. Like when I walk into the refrigerator and open the door, I want, right. I mean, I mean, it's just, I want to hear it everywhere. It, it, it needs to be the new national anthem. It really does. Well, so don't, but don't we need like leadership to go, all right, folks, uh, here's the thing. You know, we are all fucking dealing with this and, and. And here's what you need to do. You need to do X, Y, Z, which, which quite frankly is stay the fuck at home. Stay mm-hmm. at home. Don't yeah. be fucking stupid. And, and like, you should come out and just say this. But no, it's going to be like, but I'm doing such a good job. All the governors say I'm doing, I'm doing great. Yeah, and then all the governors are like, uh, we ain't got shit in our, uh, in our state. So what, what the hell, you know? I know, man. It's, it's tough, right? Because, I mean, there's two things, and 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 while I certainly am not an apologist for for our president at all, I I understand at least I think I understand, and I, maybe I'm giving him more credit than he deserves. But there are two evils here: there's the virus, and then what's going to happen to people because of the economic ramifications of this. And I wonder if it's a if it's a pure fact of how many people are we going to lose due to people being exposed and the virus taking lives, which is certainly the most important thing right now. But then you start thinking, well, if the economy tanks, because we all shut down and nobody's working and, and even with all the government aid, it's not going to be enough. I think most people agree that the $1,200 isn't going to get people through more than a couple of weeks if they don't have another one right behind it. How much, how how high is the suicide rate and the crime rate and all this other stuff going to impact the death toll? Because that's not being calculated in the coronavirus death toll, but how many people are going through mental issues right now because of the cooped up, because of the loss of a job, the loss of income, marriages breaking up because people are, are are confined together for longer times than they normally would. I mean, there's so many different things that aren't being calculated in the news reports. Which one's the worst evil? Like, is it the is it the coronavirus death toll and the percentage there? Or is it the percentage of people who, because of what's going on around them, are either going to take their own life or or have uh, hardships that are going to split up marriages or families. I mean, there's this is so unprecedented. I have no idea what the right course of action is, and and, and maybe he doesn't either. But I'd have to hope that it's not just him making the decision. It's this council of people in the Congress and all this that between some of them have a rational mind to know what the cor- right course of action is. <laughs> well, uh, okay, so first of all, the answer is D. All of the above. You probably <laughs> right. Seriously, well, because really, you can't say like one is worse than another. I mean, you know, someone will say, "Oh, yes, you can. You can do. You can put a you know, all the people losing their businesses. Is, you know, the the five million people that are out of work, or six million people, are worse than the you know twenty, you know, however many ten thousand people are going to die." I'm not saying that. I'm just saying someone might make that point. Sure, For me, sure. it all fucking sucks. No, you know? a death is a death, regardless if it's from a virus, if it's from suicide, if it's from crime and people, you know, engaging in criminal activity that causes 
a loss of life, it all sucks, right? I mean, nothing good is coming from this. I think the only thing people can say is coming good from this is seeing the human spirit and how some people are rushing to help others. That's about all we can say is good from this whole situation. Well, and and let's talk about the human spirit for just one moment, because I woke up this morning to a news article that said, and and this guy, th- this is my dude, man. This is my guy. If I'm li- if I want info, I'm going right to this guy, and that's mm. Doctor Anthony Fauci. Okay, yeah, you talked about him when we were chatting the other day. I remember you hearing that name. This fucking guy, he, he is he's he's a hero. He is a hero. And okay, so if you don't know who Doctor Anthony Fauci is or Tony Fauci, however you want to say it. He's the he's the guy that's up in the when Trump holds his press conferences, you know, daily, he's up there like, you know, 80 percent of the time, meaning like out of of every 10, he'll be up there for eight, eight of the days talking because the other times he might be busy or what have you. Or Trump just decides he doesn't like what, you know, Fauci's saying, so he doesn't put him up there. But this guy is a straight shooter. You know, he is the head of. Oh, God, is it? Is it the head of infectious disease? Is this the guy with the glasses, the shorter yes, guy? Yes, yes, it is. About him playing basketball or something on the on the on the the thing yesterday, but apparently he was like a old ex college basketball player or something like that. He is the man, and the only reason I say this is because what he's saying is just facts. There's no uh, sensationalism. There's no. Um, you know, he's not trying to get people scared. He's not trying to get people excited. He's just telling you what you need to know. And then you're supposed to make an educated decision based on that. Right. So this fucking guy who is, in my opinion, should he's leading the country in terms of the pandemic. In in, in my opinion, even though like, you know, technically, you know, we're, we have to listen to the, to the orange turd, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But this guy is now. Because there's so because this human spirit you're talking about is so fucked up in certain people, he's now ha- he now has to have a security detail. Like basically, the Secret Service has to follow uh, him around. They mentioned because that. of the death threats that he's getting. They mentioned that in his press conference yesterday that someone asked him, "Are you being detailed with a security service?" and and he said he's not going to respond to that. That's an answer for the security team or whatever. But basically implying, yes, he's had to have protection because there are idiots out there that think that right. You know, it's it's. Well, it's it's a it's all a it's all a sham to get that orange turd out of office. And I mean, are you fucking kidding me? In this day and age, are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, I, I suppose the folks on the Tiger King might go, "Hey, it's a scam. We got to take out Fauci." I mean, I, I maybe, but I mean, the the rest of humanity, are we really that bad? I mean, come on. That, Get it together. That, that bitch Fauci fed his wife to a tiger. <laughs> oh God, I love that guy. And and honest and honestly, also, um, Doctor uh, Bricks, Burks, Doctor Burks, I believe she is astonishing. I love her. Those two, first of all, they should be married. <laughs> <laughs> they should they should have many 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 children that are just as smart and wise and mm. as composed as they are. You ain't lying there. Man. I'm loving those two. They're just, they're, they're on it. They're, you know, both of them. I didn't know their names per se, but when the press conferences come, they're the ones I try to listen to and just tune out the rest because I don't need to hear him patting himself on the back about how great a job they're doing. I mean, good things are happening. Yes, but you don't need to tout it because that stuff should have happened a month ago, not now. So look, Mm -hmm. to be fair, because, you know, I, I, 
there's going to be folks who say, you just don't like him and you don't like anything he does. Well, let me be fair. When when all his fucking tweets and press conferences started it, or started it, Jesus Christ. English much? Started. No, no, I don't English much. <laughs> I is our dumb. Right? Yeah. Uh, okay. So <laughs> I can has dumb. You know? No, when all this shit started in like February and he's like, oh, this is it's nothing. It's going to be gone in a, in a minute. You know, all this shit, all this bullshit conjecture that he was pumping out on Twitter. That was horseshit. And he should be ashamed of himself and he should have resigned. <laughs> However, come to like, you know, time warp to today, at least at the very least, that jerk off is now saying like, all right. He was wrong. Yep. He, well, he know he doesn't say he was wrong. He doesn't say that, but he does come out and at least he says like, it's going to be rough. Like the, the hard part is still a couple weeks away and it's yep. going to be rough. Yeah. And then maybe, and then in the back of my head, I go, maybe if he says that, maybe these insane individuals who live in this country, unfortunately that are insane or, and are out and about might go, Oh, well, he said it, so maybe I should actually listen now. Fuck, yeah. that's that's my only hope. So, yeah. to be fair, at least he's starting to acknowledge it, albeit a little bit late. Yep, yep, yeah. It's really? uh, it is what it is. I mean, right now we're in it for the long haul. Our our industry will suffer. Everyone's industries will suffer. So it's not oh, like God, we're alone yeah. there. So I, we had a long talk about that. We don't have to regurgitate all that here. If you if you want to hear our talk about how we think this is going to affect the industry. <laughs> Check out check out the weekly album because we'll be we were on there talking about it for over an hour. So. Give give uh, give uh, our buddy Lance a uh, a plug there, will you? Because sure. I think it is a pretty good show. Yeah. So every week on Wednesday nights around 10 p.m. ish, Lance is usually late. Uh, I'll be honest well, there. 10, 10 p.m. Uh, what is that? East Eastern no, East. Standard Time. Yeah, okay. it's 10 p.m. Eastern, but it's like 8 o'clock or whatever his time. We do a little show on YouTube, a live stream, where we basically talk about industry news, industry events, pop culture, you know, pretty much everything under the sun. I wouldn't say it's a specific show about anything. It's just a show about nothing. It's it's like watching Seinfeld, the podcast, basically. It's basically Seinfeld. <laughs> and we've been doing it for, well, he's been doing it for like three or four years. I've been on it for like the last two years. And there's a, a, a cast of, of misfits from across the board game industry and some that aren't on the board game industry that we just get together and talk shop. You know, and mm-hmm. we do it for two to three hours uh, every Wednesday night on YouTube. It's on the Undead Vikings YouTube channel, uh, Lance Mixer. It's, it's, it's Undead Viking videos, right? Yep. Yeah, I believe that's the actual official handle. But if you Google search the weekly Alaboom on YouTube or search it on YouTube, you'll pull it up. We do, It's been going on for a long time. There's a tons of episodes. And yeah, we get Aldi from Board Game Geek, the president of Board Game Geek on the show. Rado from Rado runs through it, shows up on the show. Keith Collins, who uh, works uh, does some uh, work for Board Game Geek uh, conventions uh, and, ha- and does some, some Twitter uh, media stuff. Uh, Barry Reynolds, who also does some some uh, social media stuff. Uh, myself, a lot of folks. yeah, a lot, a lot of folks. folks. We've had Travis Chance on the show. We've had Jason Brenner on the show recently. Um, yeah, you'll you'll they find know. out. You'll, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty sexy, but yeah, a, a, a wild <laughs> cast of characters, and we do this every Wednesday. And while the while the cast rotates in and out, it's it's a mainstay of people that just get on and shoot the crap. And if you jump in the chat and ask questions, we'll answer them. And it's just a good time. It's very topical. Mm-hmm. very topical yep it's kind of a way for us industry people who don't live near each other to get to hang out and socialize with each other even when we're hundreds of miles apart so correct 
Correct. Which is so, very important right now. <laughs> I agree. And like, like, I'm a big fan of, hey, you know, we do have to stay in. So stay there. And here's the thing. Here's what I don't understand. And, you know, again, it's my wiring. It's not everybody's wiring. This is just me. Here's what I don't get. Like, just because you're inside doesn't mean you're cut off from the world. That's what I'm not understanding. Like, and I've seen, and I'm, I'm I've seen people and I get it that everybody's different. So everybody's going through it in, the, in their own way, but they're like, I just can't handle it. Like I, everything is crushing in on me. And I'm like, well, can't you, okay. At the worst case scenario, can't you pick up a phone? Right. I mean, you can still talk to people. Can't you, uh, I don't know, look out a window. You gotta be somewhere near another person. I'm assuming. Right. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. I, I don't understand like the complete level of isolation people are, some people are kind of conveying, you know, and I see it on, on fucking line and, you know, whatever, but, and I don't know how much of it is like, you know, please come to me and, you know, tell me something nice or if they're really feeling that way. I I really don't know, but it seems to me you could, you know, I think most people have smartphones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think most. So if you do, regardless of the type, there's probably a way to use the video phony phone, right? And look at another person and see their mouth move, you know? Or again, at the very least, you could just use the phone and talk to someone or text someone. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it also has to do with the the location, right? Like if you're in New York, probably being able to take a walk and get out of the house a little bit, uh, is probably not a smart idea because of how congested and on top totally. of people they are. Totally. Whereas in Greenville, I could go out and walk my neighborhood and maybe not see more than one other person and easily stay outside of a, a six-foot range. Because I think that even though you have FaceTime and, and chat and video to connect with people, there's a big difference between talking to someone through video conferencing versus like physically seeing somebody and waving hi and and knowing they're right there right right it's a, it's a different feeling so I, I can i i suppose i could i could understand that that what you're saying but like to me it's i go well i you know hey i'm talking to you on the phone like right now i'm talking to you mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah Pete, i don't need to see you yeah, no, that's true. I mean, you miss out on all of this sexy over here, but I mean, yeah, that I, is I get, true. I, I get that it. is so yeah. true. I mean, I, I, it's been so long since I've run my fingers through your hair that I'm really getting withdrawals about it. So, I mean, <sighs> while this is doing the, the job, I, I really need to see you at some point. In the next you'll you'll be happy to know though that um, the hair is hanging up nicely on its rack while <laughs> I'm inside. <laughs> Nice. Because there's no reason to wear it when I'm in the house. Yeah, that's right? true, I guess. There's just no reason. I'm looking at your name. It says Master Bates. <laughs> oh, You're sorry. a special snowflake, man. You're I know, special. I know. No, no, the hair's hanging up. Look, it's in a corner. It's got its own little light that I put on it. And nice. so it, it maintains the, the follicles while it's on like the, the, the little wig thing. It's Have fine. Have you set up it's... a social media account for it yet? I mean, that's I'm thinking the about step, it. Right? You should. I'm thinking about Jason's it. I'm, Jason's hair? Or... Yeah. I'm thinking about it because, like, why? I it's it's really what it's all about. It's the brand, not me. Hey, I mean, hell, that that hair has probably gotten you interviews before, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it apparently has. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what's your what's your routine now, dude? Because we all have them. You know, we all wake up in the morning and do a thing. I and I think now people are falling into a routine rather than just wake up and 
you know, willy nilly. I think people go, well, I got up and now I got to go from A to B to C to D to mm-hmm. F. And then, oh, shit, I skipped E, you know? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what my routine is, but I'll tell you what I'm changing it to. Because over the last few weeks, I've definitely learned what I need to be doing versus what I'm doing to help fight some of these feelings I'm getting of like detachment and claustrophobia. So what my routine has been for the last three weeks since I've been back from Gamma has been, you know, wake up in the morning get the dogs fed, chat with my wife for a few minutes, who's on the main floor. And then we have a three-story house. We have two stories and a basement. So <laughs> The main floor. She's <laughs> Yeah, she gets the main yeah. floor. Well, my wife's nice. primarily handling the homeschooling for my daughter. So right, she's right. she set up a schedule where she can get her work done, but then takes like an hour break here and an hour break here to sit with my daughter for the stuff that's not online that her class is doing together. She helps her with that stuff. So she's on the main floor. I have my own office in the basement, so I always come down to the basement anyway. So I spend about a half hour with my wife on the main floor. We talk a little bit. We socialize. We'll maybe eat breakfast together, uh, feed the dogs, You know, go over the schedule. I'll let her know if I've got phone calls or interviews or whatever to do so that she knows when not to disturb me and when it's cool to come in. Like I told her today, I was doing this thing with you, so she knows to keep it quiet in the house for this like hour, hour and a half, which probably won't happen. Um and then I go downstairs and I treat the rest of my day like a normal work day. It's, I try to treat working from home as if I'm still going into an office because that keeps me productive. It keeps me focused. So once I shut my basement door, I'm going to work. I go grab a drink out of my fridge. I, I open up the windows a little bit to get some natural light in here because I have a couple windows in the back. I sit down at my computer. I boot up both my computers. I get my work stuff on. I start hitting emails, junk box, all that stuff. I mean, I'll be honest, it's been a lot slower recently because a lot of retailers are, are shut down right now. So the amount of work I load I have is a lot less. But So I get to work and I focus on work until around 12, 1 o'clock. And then I take a break and I shut everything down and I go upstairs and I spend a good 30 to minutes to an hour upstairs eating lunch in the kitchen so I can talk with my wife and see how her day's going, check on my daughter, um, you know, pet the dogs a little bit to give me a little bit of a, you know, a little boost there because they always make me feel good. And then after my 30 minutes to an hour is done, I come back down and I get refocused and then I work till four or five o'clock depending on the day. And then I shut down the office and go back upstairs, cook dinner with the family and then usually spend a few hours with them. And then around seven, eight o'clock when my wife puts my daughter to bed and goes upstairs to to watch TV for a little bit and go to bed. Uh, some nights I go up with her and we'll watch TV together. And other nights I come back down to the basement and hop on the video games or, or do some board gaming stuff or paint. And I do that till 11 o'clock at night. And then I go up and go to bed and rinse and repeat the next day. And that's been my schedule so far. Um, that is impressive, Pete. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> that is a whole day in like one minute. That and was well done. to be honest, that's been my schedule routine for the last seven years. Like that's not the, my routine because of COVID. That's that I work from home full time all the time. So that's my daily routine Monday through Friday. Um, it hasn't changed much, but I need to make changes now because there are nights that when I would maybe go to the game store or go hang out with my friend Richard, who, you know, I know, you know him. Um, and we'd play test games or go play games and those are all gone. So now that's pretty much my routine every day versus like three or four days right. a week. Um, on the weekends, I would generally get out and we'd go to the park with my daughter. I'd go to the game store. They have a Saturday morning game group where we would play games from like 8 a.m. to like noon. And, 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 and I'd go to Richard's one night a week where we'd play our journeys into Middle Earth campaign and then play test for a couple hours. And, and that's all missing. So what I need to start doing now to, to move forward is – I need to take a few more breaks in my day. I'm not as busy as I normally would be. So there's right, no right. excuse for me not to maybe take a break at 10 a.m. 
and go outside and walk the dog for an hour, which would be good exercise for me anyway, because I'm going to be packing on pounds sitting at home, not doing anything. Um, and in the evenings I need to do a better job of getting outside a little more and getting some fresh air and, and maybe walking mm-hmm. the neighborhood and waving at people from a distance and that kind of stuff. But, uh, but are, I you, are you, are you okay with, do, so there's, and I'm, I'm starting to see this now, like there's two camps, right? There's the, it's okay to walk in your neighborhood as long as you, you know, keep your distance, mm-hmm. right? And then there's the other camp of like, now lock, this is so bad that lockdown means you just don't leave the house. And I mean, if you can leave and but stay on your property, like if you want to go in your backyard or something like that, but where, so you're clearly in the, you can go out for a walk with your dog camp in your neighborhood, right? Well, we're kind of fortunate in that the neighborhood I live in is off of like a, the, so there's the interstate and then there's a frontage road and then our neighborhood is off the frontage road, but it's not a very busy road. So we don't get any through traffic. Our, our neighborhood ends in like three cul-de-sacs. So the neighborhood is like one main street with like two cul-de-sacs at one end and one cul-de-sac off of another. And there's no through traffic. So we don't get a lot of traffic. There's like 46 houses in my neighborhood. And the mm-hmm. only traffic from that neighborhood is the 46 families that come here plus deliveries and such. So hey, give the we people can your walk address and your social security number. Give them your social. Yeah, yeah, I will. <laughs> Um, so, so basically I can walk my neighborhood at any given time of the day and, and be, and probably not see anyone like maybe see somebody through their window in their front yard, or maybe see some kids in their backyard if they don't have a fence, but I could literally walk my neighborhood, which is about a mile from my house. If I walk the sidewalk all the way around the neighborhood up each cul-de-sac and back, it's almost a mile. When I was trying to walk before all this happened, I was, I could walk that and it's just under a mile. Um, so I was using it as an exercise thing and then we kind of got scared and stopped doing it, but I feel comfortable doing that with maybe my dog and maybe my wife or my dog and my daughter. Um, as long as we're, you know, we see other walkers, we move to the other side of the street or, or we, we make sure we distance cut into the yard and let them pass. I I feel okay doing that as long as we're like 12 Mm -hmm. feet away, you know? So that's where my head is in the same spot. Excuse me. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I need, you know, we got the dog and the dog isn't like, oh, it's um lockdown. So, oh, I understand. I'll be here forever. Don't worry about it. No, fuck that. The dog's like, I got to go. I got to go now and I got to go fast, you know? So we do the same thing. We have the same type of neighborhood where it's, it's not 46 houses. It's, you know, it's about 200, I would say. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. But it's self-contained. It's not a, it's not a pass through. Like the only reason to come here is if you live here. Right. Um, and, and there's no main streets to go through the neighborhood or anything like that. There's buttholes that decide like they're going to speed through it, be, even though they live here because they suck. But it's not like it's not main street traffic kind of thing. Every neighborhood has one of those. Or oh, you fuckers. I just I just want to I just want to shoot. The, I, I want to pretend I'm playing PUBG and just snipe their tires. I really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So, but no, we go out and we take the dog for a walk or, uh, you know, whatever. I I let the kids play in the front, like, and, you know, they play in the backyard a lot now, but I let them play in the front driveway and I stand out there with them. But if, if I see people coming, I'm like, Hey, back in the garage, back in, you know, like, I don't want them out there around other folks to be, to be fair. But I also think, you know, they got to stretch their legs a little bit. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we, we do take walks around the neighborhood, um, you know, probably twice a day and we see people and so far 
with the exception of yesterday, got this one motherfucker. Okay, so mostly everybody's respectful. And like, you know, if we cross the street, they're not like, uh, what a bunch of dick. No, they're they're cool about it. Like, oh, thank you for doing that. You know, because right, if right. you didn't, we would. So yesterday, get this. I'm like, what? I'm in the front. I'm in our driveway. So I, f- I still feel that's my property. <laughs> you know, according <laughs> to the yes. laws, it's my property still that we are paying for. It's it, we're in our driveway. There's this motherfucker running. He's he's on a jog, which fine. You can be on a jog. He wasn't with 50 other people. So whatever. He's coming. He's coming at me. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's coming on, right for us. <laughs> he's on the sidewalk. I'm in the driveway. And I, I if I'm looking at my house standing in the driveway, he's on my left. He's coming at me on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. You going to go across the street, fella? Here he comes. Here he comes. He's looking at me. I'm looking at him. We're dead eye, right? He's he's 20 feet away. Wow. I'm like, hey, fucker, you going to move? 15 feet away. He's just looking at me. Son of a bitch. It was like, it was like jumping out of the way of a train. Right? Wow. <laughs> this guy, he didn't stop. This He sped up the son of a bitch. So I'm like, I... I look like an insane person because I'm like, kids, run, you know, and we have to like, it's like there was like a shark in the water and I'm trying to get him out before nice the shark analogy. eats all, right? Oh, right. fucking nice. You know, you know, you know how to get me. You really I do. know my audience, fella. Mm. And this fucking guy, he runs past and as he passes, he gets about 10 feet, 10 paces past me. Motherfucker looks back over his shoulder. <laughs> He was calling you out, man. Basically. So, okay. So he was. I get that. So you know what's going to happen today? Motherfucker come running. I'm going to Tanya Harding his ass. (laughs) I guess some people just don't. Like, he's obviously one of these guys. He's that that big jock mentality. He's going to show me, right? right? He's going to show me that. I have the right to run on your sidewalk and you can't say no and blah, blah, blah. It's like. Cock sucker. Yep. (laughs) Yep, yep. I, I already know the personality type. I can picture this guy like right Can't now with you? his bandana and his tank top and his muscles bulging out, and he's like Mister Tough Shit. Yeah. Well, and he also had one of those fucking things that just it drives me nuts. Where he's got I got the phone strapped to my arm because I can't put it in my pocket pocket. You know, he's <laughs> got the cool. fucking oh, you son of a bitch. So to, yeah, do it today, motherfucker. I've got a I got a little lead pipe. <laughs> <laughs> got your knees written on. Am I going to read about you in the paper tomorrow? Guy assaults uh, jogger. <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah most that's likely. cool. That's cool. Yeah. It was good to know. No, it just, so now I'm like, all right, so now we have to deal with this. I mean, can't we just be cool and just go, if, if I'm coming, if I'm jogging down the sidewalk and I see there's a, a lovely, lovely, responsible father playing with his two children in the front driveway, don't you just go, huh, what a nice picture that is. I'm going to avoid it. <laughs> You know, you know, don't you just fucking I'm, do that? I, I'm trying to picture that, but all I can really picture is, man, you'd make a great prison bitch. I mean, you, yeah. you, you well, know, the yeah, hair. The, I yeah. mean, if I was going to be in prison, I'd want to be in prison with like a guy like you. Do you think I'd get my ocular sockets would be pissed in? Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> 
I no, I couldn't. No, I couldn't do jail, buddy. No, I could not. Nah. No, no. And, le- I'm not and, and I'm jail. not going to hit this guy with a lead pipe. I all right. Know, I know. Jeez. I, but someone's going to go. Oh my God, he's going to do it. I know him. He's a loose cannon. <laughs> They're going to call the authorities. Do- you need to right. go check this guy out because he's going to yeah. assault this poor jogger. <laughs> right. Okay, folks. It's a fucking goof. All right. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> yes, there was a jogger, and yes, he was a dickhole, but. Mm, all right, that just means you know I, I, we're not going out front. You know? No, you know what it means is the that terrorist you put all your wins. Kids, you put all your kids' toys in the sidewalk in your driveway so that he uh, has to run around them or trip on uh, them. Fuck! I, I wish we lived in a climate where it iced over. I'd be hosing that motherfucker <laughs> down. But I'd be hosing that sidewalk down. I'd be out there like it, uh, in a parka with my hose, punk. Yeah, well, you know, that's that again. You're right, though. That's the guy he's gonna. I'm gonna show you that you're overreacting. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, so is you know, so are all those asshole fucking 20 year olds who are on spring break down at Fort Lauderdale, uh, right? That aggravates me being living in Florida for 30 something years, like I have, knowing the mentality of the people down there, and like, oh, we survive hurricanes. This is nothing. You know, we're just gonna go out and embrace it and party. And right. it's so stupid. Like, <laughs> and yes, I was one of those idiots when I was probably 17, 18 years old. Um, but you would think that this is Look, a lot. You different were out than- there looking for sharks. You weren't partying on oh, the beach. You were out there with your binoculars. I was. I was, man. But but <laughs> with yeah, with a whistle. I mean, oh, with a whistle, yeah, whistle and and some tissues. I mean, it was great. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, the, I just I I can see it. Like I see the pictures, and I just I can right. already see the mentality. Like I could see Clearwater Beach stuffed with people all partying and having a great time because the beaches aren't as crowded as they normally would. And they're just loving it. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is, I'm so glad I don't live down there. And my daughter's not down in that state. And my family's all up here where there's actually reasonable people that are trying to, to, to be, take precautions. <laughs> right. Right. And what what's with that governor of Florida? What is with that guy? You know, I honestly feel like it goes back to our conversation earlier. I think that he realizes that the minute those beaches are closed, the economy in Florida is crippled. And he was weighing the options between putting a large majority of the of their state unemployed with hotels and beach uh, beach rentals and restaurants and all that Ooh. stuff versus the actual percentage of people that would be affected by the virus and i think he just was afraid to pull that trigger because he knew the backlash he'd get from all the people that thrive on the beach economy Uh, to survive does he know how many uh seniors live in florida i know and that's the thing that made me really surprised it didn't happen sooner is because it's got such a a, a at-risk population um and and most of them retire the you know around the water because it's you know nice area you know a lot of retirees from up north that have money they come down they get a nice place condo on the beach or condo a mile or so from the beach and i mean haven't you ever seen the golden girls they live in in fancy boca raton i know i know it's it was crazy it was crazy and i think that he made the right call finally but it was probably three weeks too late and it's, uh it's a little late on the yeah, little yeah. late pushing the button yeah yeah but we could say that <laughs> about know? a lot of places i mean i'm sure i'm sure there are still states that don't have any restrictions that don't have a lot of cases that think they're safe but they just haven't hit their curve yet so you know i mean maybe a nationwide thing is what we needed i know every state's different and every county's different and everyone will have a different opinion on how it works but I mean, the only surefire way to get rid of it is if everybody locks down for 14 days. And if we did that, it would 
end, right? I mean, in theory, it would end. Well, that's what, that's what, I don't know, that's what the doctors say. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not listening to politicians. I don't want to hear like Lindsey Graham tell me what I should be doing, to be totally honest with you. I want to hear the docs. And they're the ones going, well, you know, I don't know, this is what we do. So maybe you should listen up. But, you know, you just said something and I think you hit the nail on the head. It's like, you know, everybody, all these governors and and a lot of them are doing the right thing. In my opinion, they're doing the right thing. And a lot of them still aren't. However, that's when I feel like you can't have these segmented parts of the country saying, well, this is what we're doing. And and somebody right next to you is going like, well, we're not because we don't think it's right, you know? Mm-hmm. And I I just, I go, that's when you need that leadership that we spoke about, like, you know, 40 minutes ago uh, going, here's what everybody's going to do, whether you like it or not. This is what needs to happen for this to go away quickly, you know? And that's, that's not what we're doing. So fuck, I don't know. There we go. Brenner Shirey in 2024. Oh God, let's do it, man. (laughs) <laughs> I'll, I'll be your running mate. I, I'll take vice presidency to you. You're much prettier than I am. So I'd be happy to be your vice president. <laughs> oh, God. Well, let, all right. So look, this has been a, a lot of Corona talk. Yeah, let's, let's get let, off the Corona let's talk. Let's just fuck, man. But I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying every, every time, like everybody, yeah, it's, actually, I had a lovely conversation yesterday with the, the pretty Chris leader. And again, oh, I like we, Chris. but we did, some, and I'm trying to think, do I do I put it live this morning? I think I might. I think I might because it has nothing to do with Corona. Oh, has, that would be good. I think that's what we need right now. Is, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so it's I think I'm gonna, after we uh, after we finish chatting, I think I'll, uh, I'll I'll put that one up. That'll be the show for today, and it's it's an extravaganza. And if you are into the subject matter, you're gonna love it. If you're not. Just fucking do me a solid is, and listen. Is, is this a Back to the Future themed episode or a Toys? Hey, why episode? don't you shut your whore mouth? Right. <laughs> okay, I will. I will. Actually, wait. Hold on. Let me think about this because this is like time traveling already. That's going to be I in know. the past. This, this is, is a cool. Future. I feel like okay. I'm in the future. <laughs> okay, so I could tell you. Yes, it's a totally Back to the Future extravaganza. <laughs> We should have done that. We need to have a Jaws episode. It's a little late now because we're already like two-thirds of the way through the show. But if we do this again for like a part three, which I'm totally down for because, you know, I, I, I love I love what you're doing here and I, I want to support it. Thank we should you. totally just do a completely Shark Jaws Week episode. Maybe around Shark Week if it happens this year. We don't know. Or, or maybe when it was supposed to happen since there won't be a Shark Week, we can do our own Shark Day podcast episode well, that would be awesome I'm, I'm telling you so after chris and i were talking i started thinking i'm like i think i smell spinoff i think this sounds like a spinoff project where like once a month you know we talk about we just dig into a movie and we talk about all the quirky shit that people just don't you know know and and totally for, for you for example i'm sure you know we did back to the future deep cuts yesterday mm-hmm. i mean it oh was, yeah it was deep cuts that people are going to be like, oh, fuck, I might have to go watch that again because I did not. I have no idea what you're talking about. You, you, know, like, you know what What strikes me about that idea it really does is that there's a, a kind of a close knit group of friends that we have here. Uh, mm-hmm. Chris, Scott, myself, mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Like a once a month movie podcast. Between the four of us, we damn near cover the entire gambit. And Seriously. it's people that you probably want to talk to on a regular basis anyway. I would yeah. totally sign up for a once a um, month, hour long, 
four-way yeah. with you guys to talk about um, pop culture movies in a deep dive type setting. I'm smelling spinoff. This is my fucking Joni Loves Chachi. I love it. I love it. I love it. And, this you know, is- I heard Scott Baio's pretty, you know, swaying. He's, so that's yeah. awesome, man. He's that's down. Great. I already talked to him. This oh, is nice. this is my version of Three's a Crowd. If Three's anybody- Company. Yeah, three's, three's a crowd the mm. spinoff when ah, jack like got married pal oh that's true that's true Do, wait, wait, wait. which one the of us ropers is, i was just gonna say which one of us is mr roper that's what i want to worry about <laughs> there was there was two spinoffs from three's company one was three's a crowd the other one was the ropers both were miserable failures yes but, yes i mean come on mm. i'm 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 smelling spinoff Jeez, who would have thought that looking back at that show, that from Three's Company, you would get the gr- beautiful John Ritter and his career, but also oh. the Kardashians would come from that, uh, uh, essentially. Because isn't isn't the chick from that the same? Isn't that the the lady from the Kardashians? The Kardashian? What? what isn't it? Or am I getting it confused? The actress from Three's Company, the the Janet, the br- brunette, isn't that? She looks just like the Kardashian. Oh, I always no, get no. those two confused. I always <laughs> that think that's her. I, I don't know why, but I always okay. think that's her. All right. Now I see where you're going. No, no. That is the lovely Joyce DeWitt. Joyce DeWitt. Okay. I always confuse it because they damn near look identical when they're girls. Spunky. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I don't know no, why. The Kardashians always... are the um, the downfall of civilization. Well, we know, yeah. I agree with yeah, that. I, agree. Yeah. I don't pay much attention to them, which is why I didn't know. But for the longest time, that's who I thought that was. Uh, well, let me put your mind at ease. The spunky lovely Joyce DeWitt. Uh, I, I don't know if she's with us any longer. I, uh... oh, I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I always thought it was the Kardashian chick. So I always thought she was still around, but I, uh, I apparently am wrong on that. So, cause they look identical. I always, they, I ever... now that you say that, uh, I'm annoyed <laughs> <laughs> because now I'm going to think of that Kardashian matriarch and I'm going to go, fuck. <laughs> Three's uh, company too. No, uh, I, I, so I'm I'm smelling spinoff, and for for your episode, the first one we're gonna we're gonna do this. All right, first of all, this is gonna happen. I'm gonna have a new logo. I'm gonna have a new name. This is gonna be a spinoff show, friend. Okay, right? I'm telling you, I'm on, I'm in. We're gonna do we're gonna do deep cuts. All right, and like so. It. Let me let me give you a little preview of what we're going to talk about in our Jaws deep cut, right? One of my favorite fucking things in that movie. First of all, Roy Scheider is one of my favorite actors of mm-hmm. all time, as National is Treasure. Robert Shaw. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and, like you throw Dreyfus into that mix and you have a perfect movie. I mean, yep. there's nothing wrong with the movie Jaws, number one. Nothing wrong. Zero. Although some people will argue that the miscut when he's investigating the body of Chrissy and they have that that weird cut that they made. And I don't know when they made that cut. I don't think it was in the theatrical release, but when they go to show her arm and you can Mm -hmm. tell that it's been spliced for editing, but they spliced it wrong where he starts saying a sentence and never finishes the sentence. That's the only thing I think I could ever fault that movie for is that that (laughs) could have been cleaner. That's a deep cut. A lot of Mm -hmm. people don't know that. So I'm going to tell you one of my favorite things in that movie is about halfway through right and there's been a shark attack the little kintner boy has been eaten spoilers the kintner boy dies you know oh, it's a shame right it. shider's sitting at the table okay he's at home eating dinner with his lovely family there's clearly a black cloud hanging over his head the weight of the island is on his shoulders right 
He's also a raging alcoholic. Yes. A lot of people don't know. He's oh yeah. If you if you read the novelization, you'll know he's a raging alcoholic. Right. Mm -hmm. I could appreciate that because he's the chief of police. They hint at it at the movie a few times, like when he kicks the hands in the ground. For sure. Yeah. So here you go. I'm setting the table for this scene. Roy Scheider's at dinner with his kid, and they're they're wrapping up. Get my pop. So. (laughs) <laughs> here comes Richard Dreyfus, right? Hooper comes mm-hmm. to the to the table. He comes to the house. You know, he's he's late, but he he wants to talk to Roy Scheider. He wants to talk to Brody, and he wants to talk about what kind of shark exists in this in 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 the waters off of Amity Island. Okay, they caught a shark. They don't, and and Hooper Dreyfus does not think it's the shark, so he brings over two bottles of wine he brings over a white and a red because he doesn't know what the brodies are serving for dinner right first of all that's a class act i'm gonna tell you if you go to a party and you're it's a dinner party you don't know you bring them both you cover your you cover your ass okay brody sitting he's already had a couple glasses of wine at dinner he had a glass of white wine right that he that he opened (laughs) he fucking or uh, Hooper brings it over. It's it's totally warm. Okay, it's not chilled white wine. It's totally warm. Brody opens it, and Hooper goes, "You may want to let that breathe." Oh, and and as he's saying that, Scheider is pouring the white wine into his glass. Now, the important part here is what kind of glass is it? It's like a tall milk glass. <laughs> he fills that fucking thing up to the top. Now, yep, that's not even the good part. The good part is he finishes that glass of wine. Mm. He opens up the red and there's still some white wine left in the milk glass that he had just filled up. Doesn't matter. Motherfucker pours that red right in there, (laughs) mixes it with the white, drinks that fucking thing too. You know what? That is one of my favorite things because that to me is a guy that just doesn't give a shit. He just wants to fucking do what he's going to do. And then one of his next lines, my favorite line in the movie. (laughs) Fucking, they decide after a couple glass. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna have one more I glass of wine. You know it's coming. After another glass of wine, uh, he goes. You know what? Well, I think we need to go down to the uh, dock and cut that shark open and see if the uh, Kinder Boy's inside there. Hooper goes. Can you do that? Brody looks at him. He goes. I can do whatever I want. I'm the chief, I'm of, the police. chief of police. I love that line. I, I love that line. <laughs> love that line. And I'm telling you, man, a lot of people have their favorite moments of Jaws. You know, the opening scene, the the scene on the boat where they're singing. It's the deep cuts, my friend. Mm-hmm. The no, deep cuts. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a real good one. I mean, I, I can do I, whatever I, I want. I'm the chief of, police. chief of police. I love that scene. The 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 two of my favorite scenes, and I, I I'll save stuff for the deep cuts, but the for sure. It's the Indianapolis story. I think that's iconic. I think everyone oh, likes God, that. Yeah. But yeah. but yeah. my one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when he's talking to his wife about sharks and they're, she's flipping through the book and she sees the and they're arguing about her, their son being in his boat that he got for his birthday. And he's like, he's not on his wife goes, he's not on the water. He's in a boat. And then she flips to the page where the sharks crashing yep. to the bottom of the boat. Michael, get out of Listen that to your father. Now. Get out of the boat. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, hilarious. Yeah. I love that scene because you can just see that the knowledge of what these animals can do hit her and all of a sudden a boat's not safe and now she's well, freaking out. Yeah, she's just that kind of like, oh, he's just at the dock, but the dock might be like, you know, 15 feet of water. 
right? Yeah. <laughs> and 15 feet of water is enough for that fucking shark to come up and like just come right through the bottom and she sees that picture and it was like a Herman Melville drawing, right? <laughs> From like Moby Dick or something where it's like, you know, the guys, the, the old seaman is in the uh, the the robe, the wooden rowboat and like the sharks coming up from like the bottom and it breaks through. And then, yeah, she just flips out, man. I love it. Well, OK, yeah. so I'm telling you, dude, I'm smelling spin. I got to get working on the art. I got to get working on the logo. I got to come up with a name. This is going to happen. Where will you find all the time to do all this? I don't know. I'm I'm very busy. I don't yeah. know. No, I'm glad know. you're busy. I really hope you are busy. But yeah, I mean, it's like like we have free time kicking around to, to, for a project. I mean, I'll I'll do a little extra research. And uh, are we gonna just talk about Jaws or the Jaws we're, family I, of movies? Because I'll rewatch them all. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll even watch three and four. I mean, that's how dedicated I am to the cause. I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> I know. Look, as much as I think Jaws is the perfect film and it really truly is i am such a fucking fan first of all part two ain't no slouch no part i, I, I is think part no two is, is a great movie it's part, not the all-time classic like jaws is but I, I i consider jaws two part of the jaws family movies I, but to me jaws one and two are the jaws like essential viewing right yep, now yep that said i am such a fan of three and four I, I love them to death because they're so fucking bad. Yeah. And, they're, they're just, and I saw I saw both of them in the theater. I saw three in 3D when I was a kid. I did too. I did and, too. And, you know, I, it, was, it was terrifyingly bad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Even but worse than 3D. Some, it, it, oh, God, the 3D. That, just the end when that shark is like kind of like the climax where the shark's coming and, you know, it's going to bust through the underwater office space yeah. that they're in the yeah. control room yeah i mean it is such a fucking train wreck it is but I, there's something so charming about dennis quaid and bess armstrong and mm -hmm. lewis gossett jr that is it it's it saves the entire and and philip fitzroyce and his fitzroyce. little photo, photographing partner yeah I mean, uh, they're the, brilliant the, the actors in that movie were they entertaining it. enough. Yeah, they're entertaining enough that the crappy special effects that that movie had can be overlooked to a degree. Right. I mean, it is not a great movie. No. But for <laughs> fans of Jaws, it's it's like that that it's like the the little kid that just screws up all the time. You still love him, but yeah, he's a fuck up, right? You you understand it, you know it. The fourth yeah, yeah, movie's yeah. a train wreck from start to finish and the acting doesn't save it. But oh, the third you movie bite your tongue, you I, son I, of a bitch. I, I've got I've got I've got a small spot in my heart for Jaws 3. Jaws 4, I watch it. And I it's watch Michael Caine's it. greatest film of all time. <laughs> You okay. just you, uh, we'll save this for the deep dive because we'll have a nice long conversation. Uh, for that. Dude, I've got I've already got notes on Jaws three and four like you wouldn't believe <laughs> like you would not believe. I mean, I, I, I yeah, I mean, there's so many things that are just I mean, God, Mario Van People. I don't want to get into it now. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> We're ready to kick it off right now. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> so, so how are you, Jason? We we know we're doing this. This is a thing. Let's not waste any more good material right. on this. But sure. But I, I don't know. I, I haven't listened to every single episode. I've listened to most of them. But but let's 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 turn the tables a little bit. How are you doing, my friend? How are you and the family doing? How how what's going on in your world right now that you'd like to plug on your own damn show for 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 that matter? So well, first of all, thank you for asking. That's mm -hmm. very kind of you. 
Because no one ever asked me. Hey, it's not just about me, man. This is about you, too. Uh, You know, man, I talk about it on the intros a lot. We're cool. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we we joke about it because we're hearing like, oh, the domestic violence numbers are up. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Just get it together, people. I mean, just, you know, just get it together. You got to be an adult here in this situation and just fucking get it together. There's things that I'm doing that annoy the fuck out of my wife. Right? Oh, sure. There are things that I will. Do. I'll give you an example this morning. And she was cool about it, but I know it pissed her off. You know, we have these little waste baskets in the bathroom like most people do, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. She puts these liners in the waste baskets so that, like, it's not fucking gross when sure. stuff gets thrown away in there, right? Right. Yeah, I do the same thing in my basement. I got the same things. Right, right. So, you know, on our trash day is Thursday. And so this morning she went out and collected all the bags from the from the bathrooms. And, you know, look, we're in a house with a few different bathrooms. And, you know, she has a bathroom that she typically uses for her makeups and brushing teeth and all the other stuff. And there's a bathroom that I use for pooping. All right. Yep. Same <laughs> I mean, deal. My bathroom, my basement bathroom is my pooping bathroom. It's the one that I have my squatty potty in. All right. <laughs> and if you don't have a squatty potty, dude, get one. It'll change your life. It'll completely change your life. Okay. So I fuck, I, I have this bathroom and I'm, I use it and I, she took out the trash and there was no liner in it. And I just started throwing shit away in the, in the waste oh, basket. And shit. this morning she's like, Hey, um, yeah, you know, uh, just put a fucking uh, liner in there. Well, just, it's not that hard. Just put it in there. Okay, you, you son of a bitch. Just, right, right. And I'm like, okay, I will fucking do that from now on. <laughs> I will do that. But, you know, and I know there's things I'm doing that annoying her. But at the same time, like, we just got to fucking be cool. I don't know. Just be cool. So anyway, we're, we're, we're trying to be cool. Everything's fine. We have the... Uh, the kids are on a schedule every day. So Monday through Friday they're in school right okay yep same here we have them yeah they're they're in school from like 8 30 to 3 10 we have them in school we're trying to keep it as regular to their regular day that they would be in school anyway so we're we're doing that and they're doing their things and they've been fine you know there's no there hasn't been any issues with them so i i don't know but you know i look i told you i'm bred for this man yeah i'm playing i i got my i got my gaming group we're fucking daily we're playing stuff we're keeping in touch you know and I, we'll get that Madden night, league starting soon again too donnie as soon as soon as we get the the scott gets done moving we're going to start up season two of the madden league to get us to august until madden 2021 20, okay. comes we, out we have to do that yep we have to do the madden league you know we we got it i think doing that as fun as it sounds i think it serves a more important purpose right now and that is to make sure that look you know we joke around but the fact is it's a sanity check right mm-hmm. hey pete's doing okay hey scott's doing okay hey brenzor's doing okay hey donnie's doing okay and you know what maybe there's a possibility that someone isn't doing okay and if that's the case you just get we gotta take care of it and know? by okay he means not in the game because the game freaking brutal but we're talking about in real life <laughs> Yeah, fuck the game. <laughs> fuck the game. We were never doing okay in the game. Well, actually, never Jason, doing okay Jason, in that game. Jason did okay last season, but in general, we're always bitching about crappy interceptions and defensive, uh, defensive <laughs> ghosting of figures. And oh man, like I said, we we uh, did a whole episode on it. You can listen to it. So, some a- more than others. Some 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 pillars much more than others. 
<laughs> but at the end of the day, it's a sanity check, right? We got to make sure that we're all cool because, and, and I hope that everywhere out there, there's like these microcosms of little groups that are all checking on each other, right? And I, I hope that's happening because, you know, fuck. Now, look, there's some people that I hope don't make it through this, all right? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> we touched on that last night, fella. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's important though. That's a very important point to make. And that's something that, that if, if there are people that are listening to this, that know who I am and know you that, that, that are having problems, it's good to know that we're here, right? Like if anyone listening to this, if you know me, even if you don't know me, Pete Shirey, S-H-I-R-E-Y, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, Megalodon360 is my Twitter handle. If you're going through problems and you just need someone to to shoot the shit with and get it off your chest or to talk to, reach out. I'm sure Jason's the same way. If you if you know hey, us Hey, 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 easy. If if you are in need of conversation, call. I mean, it's simple as that. Like I'm there's this is a time when we need to work together to fight this mm-hmm. and it's not just our government's responsibility it's our responsibility as Very decent true. human beings to just be there for one another and if you need help or you need to be talked off the ledge you know we're yeah. here yeah. you know and and it's easy to forget because everyone's so confined and work focused on your family and your immediate family and your parents who are all at risk and you know everyone gets focused but sometimes you just got to take a step back and you're, you know what who are the people that I don't talk to on a daily basis and how are those guys doing? Because mm-hmm. people that maybe don't have family, maybe people that are living on their own and mm-hmm. maybe they're a little older and their family's all gone already. And those are the people we need to be really paying attention to. And and I need to do a better job as well of hitting my Facebook friends list and just saying, you know what, who haven't I talked to in like three or four months? How are they doing? Shoot them a quick message. Just let them know you're thinking about them. If everyone were to take five minutes out of their day to do that, I think a lot of people would be better off for it. So let me tell you, I've been doing that for about three weeks. Uh, Once a day, I just read, I go through the, the, the friends list of, and again, it's like 3000 people right now. Oh man, I I cut mine down to 500. I'm, I'm done with those people. I don't know. (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, and that's the point, right? Like I don't know these folks. I just, I don't know 3000 people. Give me a fucking break. But I figure like, okay, I scroll my finger through and I stop on some random person and I take two seconds and I go, hey, uh, you're the random person of the day. Just checking on you, seeing how you're doing. And I've only had two people not get back to me out of, you know, like three weeks of doing this. And everybody else. And, and, you know, it's not like a big, long thing. People go, oh, hey, thanks for doing that. That's weird. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're doing fine. How are you? You know, that kind of thing. Hey, and friendships think, could be made doing something like that. You never know, right? It certainly could be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, buddy, I uh, I think we have our homework laid out for us. I think we have a project that we have to work on, and we'll talk <laughs> about that. But I think, uh, I, I, I think I'm on to something, and I think, I'm, uh, I think we're going to have to work on this. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm liking the sound of it. Mm-hmm. It's sounding good. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I'm, like I said, anything to help count me in you know all right brother well look man i love you you mm-hmm. stay safe love you too bam mm-hmm. your I, family I, keep your family safe will do you know, and and let's just remember one thing we are gonna all get through this this is gonna end right and, and it's not gonna end tomorrow and it's not gonna end next week but it's gonna end all right and the like and there's gonna be fallout and there's gonna be hard shit to deal with but like the big thing is 
the 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 people dropping dead and the fucking lockdown it's gonna end and once it ends we're gonna get back to things slowly but surely all right i mean we went through the fucking great depression you know we went through all these other you know monumental hurdles in american history you know we're gonna get through this too we went through the wars you know all these things happen we're going to get through this as well. So yep. everybody just fucking be cool. Right. Yep. Just remember to the show, we get through it easier together than we do individually. So be there yeah. for other, everyone, help yeah. each other out, lend an ear, lend yeah. toilet paper, do whatever you got to, but just know that we're stronger together than we are apart. And if you're the, if you're fucking out on a jog <laughs> and, you're, and you're going down the sidewalk and you just see, you know, a, a, a beautiful Norman Rockwell picturesque family uh, in the driveway playing handball don't be a dick and just fucking i'm gonna go i'm gonna i'm gonna run right at you bro no cross the fucking street okay yeah, yeah it's pretty shitty <laughs> uh like i said uh it's, you can't you can't save them all but save the ones you can <laughs> there you go and don't save the rest <laughs> all right brother all right good man. talking to you Hey folks, Brenzor here. Hey, listen, you know, I love providing content for you. I really do. It's, it's enjoyable. I have a good time doing it. I I feel like you're enjoying it because I get a lot of comments and I get a lot of messages and I get a lot of people saying, Hey, this is, this is awesome. I really like what you're doing. Keep it up. So listen, if you can support the show, I'd appreciate you doing so. Head over to the Facebook page. You'll see the link on Anchor. Click on it. If you want to support the show, go for it. Donate a buck. Do what you got to do. I appreciate it in this weird time. But if, you know, if you do and, um, you know, I get enough support, I could start uh, maybe uh, leveling up the show production a little bit. What do you think? All right. Well, look, if you want to and you can, I'd appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? I'll leave it at that. Go to my Facebook page. Brenzor's dead on Facebook. You'll see the link at the top for the Anchor site, which is anchor.fm forward slash Jason Dash Brenner. Boy, that wasn't a mouthful. Anyway, go over to Facebook. You'll see it. Click on it. There's a support button. Support the show. Dunka. Cheers. Thank you. Bye-bye.